Blog Talk Radio. Contra Radio Network. Preparedness Radio. With your host, John Jeffers. And good evening. Welcome to Contra Radio Network. I'm John Jeffers, your host, founder of We have a show that Terry thought of of himself, and I'm glad he did because I had no idea what I want to do tonight. So what I want to do is this. Uh, I'm feeling a little bitchy tonight, just so you know. Two thank yous. One to Terry for thinking of this show, for arranging for the caller who'll be calling in at 8.15 or so from Puerto Rico where the grid is down. And my second thank you publicly goes out to Austin H. Um, man lives in uh, the Houston area, dealt with uh, the hurricane there. And he still found a way to donate to the show. You know, I get emails and I get messages and I get text messages from people saying, it's a great show. Love your show, John. You're doing a great job. We love it. We love it. We love it. And I appreciate that. I do. But I just can't figure out what it is I need to do. I'm asking for $2 a month, folks. $2 a month. You know, I guess I'm just, uh, you know, I, I, I do like hearing from these people. The listeners, I do. But damn it. Put your money where your mouth is. I'm asking for 2 bucks, guys. 2 bucks a month. If you don't want to do Patreon, get a hold of me. I'll give you my PayPal information if that's how you want to do it. Uh, no, it looks like Terry's on. You know, Good, Terry's here. Hold on. Let's get Terry on here. <coughs> and that's Terry. Typhoid Terry. Did you go to the doctor today? <coughs> no. No, I just drank something. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, uh, howdy, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Yeah. I, I, you know, we're waiting. Um, yeah, I got, got, I got a matter. I, John, by the way. John has been after me about go to go see the doctor, go see the doctor. I'm the kind of guy where I don't want to go see the doctor, right? I don't want to go to the – who wants to go on sick call? Seriously, who the hell ever wants to go see the doctor? The only time you go see the doctor is when something's wrong, unless you have a baby being born. But even then, somebody's got a lot of pain. A respiratory infection counts, you bonehead. Go to the doctor. Well, so, okay, up. okay. Oh, okay, okay. From John's sound advice, I went and I have an appointment tomorrow at the VA hospital at 2 p.m. So now I'm going to go see the doctor, and then as soon as I get out of the hospital, see that appointment, uh-huh. I'm going to text John, and I'm going to say, bite me. You know, if you were really a true prepper, you would have antibiotics in your supply <laughs> cache. Well, I, have, I did take antibiotics, but um, I need – it's like there's something at the bottom of my lung or, or something like it's just hasn't, it doesn't want to get out. I don't know. Typhoid. It's, it's tickling me. So like, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's what it is. So like, um, so I had to look up typhoid. I'm like, what is typhoid anyways? Since hey, lop-eared galoot. He's on the video uh, 
feed tonight. Hey, buddy. If you're yeah, not sure who Lopbeard Galoot is, he's a uh, <laughs> cross-country truck driver. And I don't know how he does it, and I don't want to know, but he has some great pictures he takes from the cab of his trucks while he's on the road. And that's all I'm going to say about it. And he's also oh, yeah, you, good... got those... you know, you get those GoPros and stuff like that. You can take he's... still images. He, uh, he's a great patriot. He's a great American. We put him, yes. So we don't want to forget that. All right. Now, you said uh, Jose is going to be calling in. He's got about maybe 20 minutes on the battery. Is that right? Yes. Uh, uh, how much time he has on the battery is um, iffy. So, but he, I, he said uh, at least 20 minutes. Now, if we can get 30, we'll squeeze it out of him. You know, we'll, we'll drain that thing dry. But um, um, why don't you tell the listeners the background and how you managed to make contact <clears throat> with and whatnot. Right. Jose and I, we've been, we're, we're like old army friends, right? And <clears throat> him being a Puerto Rican kind of guy, he lives down there and, and, Baya non Puerto Rico, which is just next. It's uh, let me see. It's west. It's it's directly west of what's that place called? Fort Buchanan. It's uh right next to the capital. Right, right, right west of the San Juan Puerto Rico inter, uh, capital. So he's uh he's a retired army guy, and he um. He just kind of chills out in a very cool life, you know, does photography for fun and, you know, all the old man stuff. Maybe he plays shuffleboard. I don't know. And um, so when this hurricane hit, it hit twice in Puerto Rico. First, it came by close to Puerto Rico. And then the next time was directly over his house. Direct, the eye of the hurricane went right over his house. Now, there's other, there are some parts of Puerto Rico that have more devastation than others. And just because you're in the middle of the hurricane does not mean that you are having the worst of the worst of the hurricane. Because a lot of times with hurricanes, you get the outer – it's not like a tornado. You get the outer bands of a hurricane, and a whole slew of things can happen. Um, you can have higher winds on the near near the inside uh, in the middle of the hurricane, but near the the eye. You can it, it'll actually can be higher. You can have storm surges as those bands come around and they're blowing the water more and more and more, just like you blow the soup. Just like if you blow your soup bowl because it's too hot. You blow it too much, you can actually blow it out of the bowl. Well, that's what it does. It, it will blow it up on shore, and that will create a storm surge flooding, and it happens a lot. So you know what happens. When it comes in, it's going to come in, in in waves, and then when it comes, when it builds up, and when it finally wants to die down, it's all going to have to wash back out. So you have water that's been flowing in two different directions. Imagine like a tsunami, but very slow. <clears throat> okay. Now, a lot of times, we, we've been hearing a lot about these hurricanes, like in uh, uh, Houston and 
uh, southwest Louisiana and in Florida. And these are terrible situations. Don't get me wrong. I am not trying to downplay their situations. People died. And they died because it was they had some horrible situations. Uh, flooding, wind, debris, all kinds of stuff happened. And I, I do not want to downplay this. But that being said, Puerto Rico is now hitting like a – they're going to hit a humanitarian crisis. I mean, you think it's bad now. They can hit a humanitarian crisis. Why? If they were landlocked, they would be able to bring things in a lot easier. Okay? But because they're an island, it is more difficult to bring things in, especially when first the airport was torn up, the radar systems went down on the first hurricane, then here comes Maria for the second hurricane, and it they had a military grade um, radar uh, uh, traffic controlling system come in. That got blown out. They had to take it out because of the hurricane, and they had to, then they had to come back and set everything back up, the whole airport, clean everything up, make sure that all the safety measures are up because the last thing you need is an airplane crash. And all the roads had to be cleaned again, and all the ports had to be cleaned out again. So, you know, uh, Puerto Rico's been getting hit hard. Not just once, but then twice. The second Maria was even more damaging. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard that the uh, docks are destroyed. So even if they could get the ships in, there's no way to unload exactly. them. Right. The Not all docks are made the same, right? But, right. you know, you got you got your commercial docks and you got your fishing docks. And right. a lot of your fishing docks have been, have been damaged big time. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the docks. It's it's things that have been piled up next right. to them and on top of them and behind them. Because boats come up out of the water, and then when the water leaves the land, it leaves a couple boats up on the land. Just like oh, there's yeah. a couple cars out in the water. So, you know. Is it, so it doesn't matter. Even if they could get the ships to the dock, you can't get them unloaded anyways. Um, as for the mobile air traffic control units, they can only they can the airport can only do ten flights a day, and it's not for the equipment; it's from the people. You, you can only get so many people in there. Everybody's either, you know, that to make the difference. I have checked with American Airlines and I and I've checked with United Airlines, and both of them told me. That right now they're running humanitarian missions only, which means they're flying things in, not people. They're flying things in, maybe some some people, you know, like special teams or something like, you know, maybe a search and rescue team for New York. I don't know. And but mainly equipment and stuff, cargo. And then they're flying people out to help them evacuate from Puerto Rico. And you know how that goes. There's a priority, the sick and the injured, the elderly, the young. They, you know, there's a priority to these things. You don't just get to go because you're inconvenienced. So, um but I've been told that as early as the 4th of October, they're going to start having a few a few extra flights where people like me or you could fly into Puerto Rico. And then again, they evacuate some people out. Um, 
know, that, that, that's why you see this big backlog on the, in the TV about how people are hanging out at the airports trying to get out of the country. Well, I'm sorry, but there's always a priority of these things. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it will be opening up soon. I just found out today that mail service just opened up. Just U.S. Mail Postal Service has just opened. So now if we mail packages to Puerto Rico, you're looking at 130 150 bucks for a large package or so, um, up to like, what, 70 pounds, I think. Um, then, yes, you can mail to Puerto Rico now. Um, but whatever you do, do not send cash. Do not mail cash. Um, but with everything happening in Puerto Rico, what we are at CRN are constantly warning about, regardless of why it happens or where it happens, hurricane, earthquake, war, economic collapse, right? When the societal systems fail, we will be able to sufficient will we be able to sufficiently take care of ourselves? And personally, for the, for your family, uh, our immediate neighbors, the community, the state, and country in which we live in, right? But will we? We we have a a wide international audience here at CRN, okay? So it doesn't really matter from what you're listening to uh, from. The same situations that are happening in Puerto Rico can happen to you where you are. Cut out the power long enough, you have problems. You cut out the power because of disaster that, that complicates it. Everything starts multiplying. The factors, everything starts uh, force multipliers. You know, uh, a pandemic and, and no power or um, an earthquake that disrupted everything and destroyed a lot of buildings and people are hurt and then there's no power. So there, you, you can get my picture, right? Now, now today we're going to hear from my army buddy, Jose uh, Velez. The situation in Puerto Rico is grim. If something is not hello. done, uh, hello. If, if something is not done to recover this island nation, we will see them descend into long-term poverty state. And a lot of people want to turn Puerto Rico into a um, into the 51st state, which I kind of agree. And you think they had some financial problems before, which is stemming a lot from Katrina. So, you know, we if we don't fix this, Puerto Rico is going to become a super poor country. All right, so the situation is prime opportunity for us to learn from the many lessons that John and I have been preaching about for years. Okay, this is nothing new. We've talked about this before. But sadly, again, we see how so many people are not prepared. They're not able to take care of themselves, or they're not willing to even do for themselves. They want other people to do it for them. Okay, and some people suffer from just some major inconveniences all the way to life-threatening situations. Okay. So we, we need to rec- recognize the situation in which we're dealing in. Now, we have, uh, we have Jose on the line? Yes, we do. Jose, my, my amigo, how you doing? Okay. We're holding on, holding on. Sorry. 
Okay. So, um, Jose, we got some we got some questions here, and we want first we want to know how is how is your family? How are you? Uh, how are overall, you? Overall, we're doing we're 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 doing um we're doing okay. We we have uh, basic necessities that we need, uh, but these are running short. There's uh. The family's together. Put it that way. We're together. We're 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 staying together. We're united in that, and and you know we're in this. And that's all I can really say. You know, God's with us, and um, the neighbors here are helping out. Um, but um, it's a disaster zone. This place is horrible. I mean, it is. I don't know what the news is broadcasting out there, or what they're saying, or what they're pictures are because we have no ways of communication with no one, but I, I communicate with you uh, via my cell phone, but um, I know what it looks like as I'm looking out over my balcony and it's uh, it's like a war zone out here. But anyway, let's get back to the family. We're, we're doing okay. We're together. Uh, and that's important, you know? Yeah. The family, the family is together. You're strong. You, everybody's got the right attitude. Right. All right, so um, I well, just remember, and you guys are Christians, okay? You're a Christian, yeah. and you know I'm a Christian man. Um, yes. In Gal- Galatians six two, it says, "Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ." Amen. You share each other's burdens, and you fulfill the law of Christ. Okay, so. What it is is that we're in it. We're all in it. We're going to deal with this. You know what? You are not alone. And, brother, I'm telling you right now, on behalf of CRN and all of our listeners, you are not alone. We are thinking about you. We are praying for you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Amen. Um, Thank you. So, like, uh, so how many? I heard that like 16 people died already in Puerto Rico. Uh, it could be a little higher than that. You know, the, the, there are towns that have not even been searched or, 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 uh, actually gone to, uh, from what I understand, the stench is pretty bad of, of the smell of dead bodies of, uh, older <coughs> folks, you know, they're up in the, up in the hills there and, um, and, uh, they haven't even been reached to, you know, it's, um, this is what we, we, uh, we're, we're, we're seeing what we're understanding here from, you know, mouth, word of mouth is traveling because we really have no communications. Uh, right. The island. That, uh, right. You're really in, a, in blackout right now because of the power. You can't run radios. Can't watch TV. Correct. Correct. You're, you're definitely not having the local paper route paper boy coming by once a day. So like, um, so but search and rescue efforts are going on. Still, it's not just search and recovery, but it's it's still search and rescue. They're still looking to rescue people. That's definitely, that's definitely. Like I, exactly. Like I said before, there, there's the places that they haven't uh, they haven't touched yet. You know. Wow. Um, and 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 there's uh, there's uh, from what I understand, you know, that also that uh, it's just like a smell, you know, a bayou can. Um, it's horrible. It's horrible. Wow. I know, and uh, I've. I've been in those situations before, 
and you're looking for, you're going from house to house to house. And you don't just, you know, people, you don't just go knocking on the door. If there's no answer, you must also keep looking through the windows because there could be somebody in there and they're not answering it because they're dead. They're not answering it because they're injured, right? They're, they could be um, sick. They could be hurt. And you, so you, you search all the way around the house if, you, if there's no answer. Um, you, you search the, the, the barns and the sheds and the, the little places behind uh, near bushes and things like that because bodies get washed over and stuck in places where they're not, it's not good. You can't, it's hard to find. And of course, your nose can always lead you the right way. That's why uh, search and rescue dogs uh, are a very, very powerful tool. So, is there still flooding and, and standing water going on there? Can you see any where you live? Is there still flooding going on? Um, yes. No, uh, no, not, not so. Uh, the rivers have all, have all uh, huh? it, it, you know, the rivers have all uh, gone down uh, quite a bit. You can see where they were at one time, you know, from from uh, the waters. But uh, not in this area. Uh, there, there isn't many flooding. There's a little bit of rain here and there, but no, there was plenty of flooding. But um, I, I, I believe it's all really kind of like gone. Uh, I can't speak for the other part of the island, the interior of the island, and in, in, in the country and the in the hills and stuff. Where there's plenty of people living, you know, but uh, they just haven't they haven't even been touched. You know, and so like communications, um, there's no communication. We have no communications with uh, with anybody. Like I have family in the, on in a town called Juanita. My 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 wife has some family in another town called Ponce, which is about an hour to hour drive from here. But you know, we really haven't found out or you know we can't there's no communication with them you know and it's not like we can drive out there to go see them because uh it's uh not recommended we drive anywhere really just in this area it's, it's terrible yeah they've already got enough traffic as it is i mean think about okay not just your normal people but they've got emergency crews they got ems they've got the police the fire department and all these people that have to clean the streets, work on the power poles, so many different things. And then you got somebody that wants to go down the road to to uh, talk to their girlfriend, you know. So, but if you're going to go check on grandma because she lives far farther away and you can't get a hold of her, you have to get there to find out. That's different. I believe that's different. Right. But, uh, right. So, like, um, well, one good news is we had today was that the post offices had just opened up. Yeah, they did.